Okay. So. Uh, last time you were completing your objectives for uh, Vertigan, your friendly neighborhood uh, criminal uh, major Delmo or whatever. Legitimate he, businessman? Yes, think? he is technically a legitimate businessman. Uh, and you infiltrated the Imperial dockyards. Uh, figured out which building it was in, and then when you investigated the building, you discovered that the shipment was some kind of five crates of this, like, black dirt containing little hair-thin white worms that uh, one of them managed to infect Azriel, uh, and that there were two dockyard workers who had apparently already been infected and learning that information you guys immediately ran away they uh, you you elected not to learn any further information from the dockyard workers or see what was going to happen to them or really any other information there. and you left the entire docks were going to show up and azure was not feeling good and you let yeah you left the uh the dockyard workers and the guards of the docks to their own devices. Let them figure it out. Yep. Cause, uh, <laughs> no. I don't fuck with little creepy curlies. Uh. Yep. And you sprinted off to Vertigan, told him what you had learned. Uh, he informed you that he did not have your payment. He did not know uh, where this vault was that you were allegedly trying to get into or stop people from getting into or whatever it was. He wasn't really sure. And he hadn't figured it out yet. Uh, at which point, Azrael was apparently getting worse. And you, in the middle of the night, climbed to the top of Mount Kale to visit the priests of the mountain. Because Romney was too busy having his religious Romney, experience to help. Romney is gone. Dimitari is gone. And arriving at the top of the mountain, it seems like snow is also gone. It is just the three. We care about you. <laughs> yeah, of course snow is like, oh, yeah, yeah Azrael's fine. No, no, I'm not worried. Yes. Yeah, in hindsight, I think... We probably would have stayed for the battle had we had Demetari's, like, fireball or something. So we could just, like, burn it with fire. The whole batch of nasty sand. But, no. She just disappeared. <laughs> we don't know where she went. She was, like, wandering around and then gone. Yeah, man. So, nah. I, I'm not dealing with the massive worms. Like that. Alright. It is a cloudly, very cold evening on the top of Mount Kale. You're able to look down the steep, rocky cliffs into the city below, and you can see little orange dots and buildings and uh, signs of life. The mountain itself is fairly dark up most of it. It's kind of a strange feeling uh, being this high above darkness. But around you, at the top of this flattened peak... Uh, you can see that there are a number of uh, like marble temples. There are four smaller ones and then a 
much larger central one. And from where you guys have arrived on the God's Walk, uh, there's this kind of like uh, ceremonial-looking pathway that leads to the center of it. It's lined with statues. There are braziers underneath them burning with oil. It is well illuminated here. But there does not appear to be anyone. Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm just... Well, actually, so my con right now is 9, and my hit points are 56, so I can still walk, but I imagine... Because I think, didn't Briar, like, drag Azrael out? So she's probably still leaning on Briar a little bit. Um, but she's gonna just kind of start going for the central one, not following any ceremony or anything. She's just going straight in into it, starting to yell out, I need help! I need help! You're absolutely yelling and waking people up. Exactly. Right. <laughs> we need a well, fire cure! As you are uh, kind of moving through the central uh, like street between the statues and the other four smaller buildings, and you're just shouting as loud as you can, you do notice some figures in like uh, robes kind of start to appear on the steps. And probably about five or six of them come down towards you from a number of the temples. Um, they're all wearing very similar robes. However, each of them has a necklace around their neck. Uh, and their necklaces have a bunch of different symbols on them. And you guys would probably recognize a lot of them as uh, various gods. So you can tell that each priest... Uh, some of them have, have uh, similar ones. You sp um, you know, uh, Korolan and a few other common gods. Uh, some of them you don't quite recognize. Um, but they're all fairly young looking. They look like they are mostly humans, a couple elves, and a dwarf. And they're all youthful in terms of their own uh, ages of, of those different um, ancestors. Uh, one of them who is... Hold on. I was having trouble getting my OneNote to work. Stand by. Okay. There is a, a... One of them kind of heads to... Uh, and is... A, a human, kind of youthful, like a little bit of a beard. Uh, walks forward and like... Uh, how may we help you? Around his neck, he's wearing a necklace that you recognize the three eyes of Ayun. Uh, I, I've, I've been infected... Uh... Uh, with worm, I think. I don't know. I, I just, I keep getting worse. My cough, like, I can't. And then I start, like, coughing up blood. And I'm just gonna hold her face in front of his face and be like, there's a worm. Do you see it? <laughs> Alright. The, uh, like, priests kind of come up and they're all, like, a little bit crowded around you. As you're, like, coughing blood, they kind of, like, lean back a little bit. Um, but the lead priest who has uh, come up to talk to you, the human, uh, kind of reaches out a hand, and uh, you guys recognize that he, he tries to cast Lesser Restoration. 
And as soon as he, he finishes casting it, he's like, Oh, this is far beyond my capability. Uh, we must take them to visit uh, High Priest Aura. And a couple of the other priests kind of just like nod and, uh, you know, oh yes, 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 High Priest Aura. And they kind of mutter to themselves. And they start gesturing for you all to follow them into the largest temple. How long has it been? Like, how long did it take us to get up here? Cause I think I said it was three hours to get to the top. Okay, three hours. And so it's it's like uh, you kind of night you at have this been... point. Oh yeah, easily the day. You have been infected for six hours. I think is six how long hours. it's been. Okay. So yeah, okay. it's like it it was the middle of the night. You know, I, this is probably like three a.m. Uh, uh, these. The priests that you're talking to, they don't look like they just wake, woke up. They look like they were probably in their temples performing some kind of late-night rites and rituals and stuff. Um, you definitely did not rouse them, essentially. Is this uh, some sort of uh, special thing, or does this look, look like the this, this sort of place where they would have 24-hour uh, clerics? Uh, go ahead and make a religion check. Presuming you in the foundry already. Uh, well, still downloading world data. Oh, well, you can bummer. still do it in the D and D Beyond, though, right? We'll see it. I don't. I mean, it'll work in D and D Beyond, but go ahead and roll it in D and D Beyond. I see 13. That's because that was just a straight d20. I've got a plus one to religion. Okay. Um, you would probably be able to tell that this is uh, maybe a little unusual, but you're not sure why. Uh, some places do have around-the-clock priest coverage, but maybe this place is different. You're not sure. Uh, but they lead you inside the largest temple. Uh, it is very fancy. There's all kinds of marble statues and uh, painted frescoes and uh, mosaic tiled floors. Uh, it is very wealthy within this temple. Like a collection basket by the door. Um... Hmm. Maybe not a collection basket, but there's definitely, like, uh, one of the, um, there is a, a, like, a central, you head through some pillars, this is a central statue of, uh, it is supposed to be, you would recognize it as a statue of Bahamut, the Platinum Dragon, and around the base of the statue are a bunch of offerings, you know, food, baskets of things, gold coins, um, other such things. It, he is well, uh, well bejected in gifts and offerings. But they lead you into 
the great hall. It's uh, there are seats and pads and other things for people to rest. There's a uh, like well lit uh, kind of rear location for uh, the temple to engage in uh, religious rites. But they lead you past all of that into a uh, back hallway, past some wooden doors to a fairly plain-looking alcove. The leader, the human, kind of wraps on it a bit. And, uh, High priest, we have someone here who is quite ill. There's some muttering and uh, voices. He kind of whispers through the door a little bit for a second. and uh... I'm just moaning the whole time, like yeah. in agony. Yeah. The door cracks open, and all of you see a very tall-looking uh, woman, but she has this, like, kind of, like, pale blue skin and, like, shock-white uh, hair, like, flowing down to, like, covering her, and she's wearing this uh, kind of simple robe just pulled tight, kind of squints at you, and... What is it? What is so important? The worms. I have worms. The worms. Can yeah. she, like, is there a worm, like, you can see in my skin that I can show her? Um, yeah, so, as you're standing there, she kind of steps closer to you, uh, and, like, reaches over and brings, like, uh, a little bit of light close to your face, and as she illuminates your skin, all of you are looking at her, and you can see, like, where the light strikes her, like, little worms underneath her, her cheek, like, flee from the light and disappear. Probably also stab marks on my arm where I was trying to get the worm out. Yeah, you look pretty bad, you know. Your your skin is is now looking more deathly pale than it did already, and uh, your eyes are, like, developing these big dark bags underneath it. You're, is there you know, blood coughing running blood. down them? Yeah, you're, you're just, like, as you're talking, you're spitting up blood a little bit. You look very ill. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here, like, have you seen this before? Can you fix it? The high priest is just like, uh, I do not recognize this. Uh, follow me, and we must be quick. I do not know how much more time your friend has. She's I'm been just getting weaker. weaker. So we've been dragging her through this like huge-ass temple complex at the top of a mountain. I'm just going to carry her. Okay. You just, like, shoulder her. at this little hospital? This is not a hospital, but we are capable of giving some healing. It is probably for the best that you came here and did not attempt to seek medical attention, because I do not know how successful that would have been. But the high priest kind of heads back into her little room, and she dons uh, more formal-looking look robes really quickly, just like throws them on, um, and comes out. And she is wearing... Uh, uh, this is like brilliant purple robes covered in silver trim. Uh, very fancy. All the other ones are wearing like reds or blacks. She comes out and uh, uh, you may follow me and begins leading you to a corner. She opens up a door and then starts letting you down some steps into a uh, hidden 
room underneath the temple. At this point, there's only about five or six of the priests that are following you. You can see them kind of winding along behind you with uh, Briar right after the high priest, like carrying Asriel on her shoulders. It kind of looks silly because Briar's easily strong enough to carry Asriel, but Asriel's so much larger than her. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically a corpse. I weigh like nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm picturing a, a, a fireman's carry, uh, except the... Uh, her feet are dragging on the ground. Yeah, and, and probably <laughs> a, a, the arms dragging in, up, up front. Yeah. And maybe every other step, Briar, like, kicks off and flies a little bit and then catches up. Yeah, I was gonna say, I imagine she'd be flying because, like, that way my feet wouldn't, like, drag. Yeah, she doesn't want to drag you on the ground, so she's, like, flying along with you and uh, keeping you off the off the floor. It is quite clean here. It's not like you're she's dragging you through dirt or anything. Uh. But... She eventually leads you into an ornately designed circular room. And in the center of it, there is a uh, rather large looking uh, almost sarcophagus, but it's flat on the top. It's a little bit low, sunk into the ground. Uh, and she kind of gestures for Briar to set Asriel down on top of it. As you, we sacrifice her. as you enter the room, the uh, other priests pay no mind to your comment, and they start moving around the edge, and they start lighting little candles. There's a number of pillars kind of circling the room. Am I getting any vibes from, you know, when I was in the laboratory? Like, does this give me any familiar vibes of that? Mm, not really. Okay. This is more of like, uh, it feels like some kind of uh, religious thing, and that was very different. That was more okay. arcane. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll lay down on the thing as I'm like, I, can I lay on my side so I'm not like suffocating in blood? Um, sure. She allows you to do that and they start bringing out like various, uh, kind of strange looking bowls of items and they like are like scattering salt and sand and other things around you you watch as one of the priests just like throws salt on top of you as you're lying on top of it uh, wait does the salt make it react at all like a slug or anything or does it like skitter right? um it does not it does not seem to have any direct effect on her this is a faith healing we will attempt to engage in some greater healing. I sense that there is much at work in your friend. Is all the what, high priest. What's my symbiote? Is she is she reacting at all? Uh, your symbiote is definitely very, like, uneasy. But at this point, your symbiote recognizes that somehow you need outside help. Um, essentially that your symbiote worries that they are not powerful enough to fend off yeah. this. I was actually going to say, do you need to tell them that you already have a parasite that you want to keep? 
Well, technically, nobody knows or... about the parasite. Azrael is not actually informed anyone in game. I think everyone in the party has their suspicions. They, they might, they might, but, but yeah, no, no. Azrael doesn't tell anyone about the symbiote. That, that, that's, that's not a thing she talks about. She has some, some real feelings about it, and that's why she doesn't talk about it. Is it gonna go away if they do this, though? If they get rid of parasites in you? I mean, she might be happy that it, it goes away, actually. Um, okay. That's cool. That was your patron. Aren't you gonna lose your powers if you cast off a yeah, but so so it's a really complicated relationship because so the symbiote for her is like, you know, when she was in the laboratory, right, they killed her. And so, you know, in her mind, she actually thinks the symbiote so it's keeping her alive. But the experiments, like she doesn't she doesn't trust the symbiote. Like she's pretty sure the symbiote is trying to like take her over and like, you know, do some nefarious things, but the, it's useful. And it helps her friends, so she utilizes it. But ultimately, like, it, she has a lot of complicated feelings towards it. She doesn't trust it. She's pretty sure it's evil. Um, you know, it. You know, she is. She thinks it's what's making her undead, which she also has a lot of complicated feelings about. You know, it, it's something that she probably really needs to address with a therapist. But uh, you know, she's yeah. Okay, I was just wondering if you were gonna lose it. That's all. Yeah, no, I, I I don't think she's gonna lose it, but um, in game she'd probably be totally cool with that, but that she'd probably actually die. So. All right. So. The priests kind of move towards the center of of the circle, and four of them grab Azriel's wrists and ankles and they kind of hold her down and then they pull straps over the top of her to hold her in place. I'm They're going to freak out. She might start freaking out this. This, this, might, side, this might start bringing some bad memories back. Alright. As you guys like watch this and are starting to get uneasy, the high priest can, looks at uh, Briar and Javid and says... You must help us keep your friend at ease so that this may work. Yeah, she's probably she screaming at this point, like might be having some flashbacks. Strapping her down, that, that's going to have some, 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 some not good reaction to that. Your friend requires great assistance that I must seek help from to, our pa patron. Uh, uh, Azrael's uh, head... So if she starts thrashing around, she'll bang her head on the um, surface and uh, sort of cradling it and keep her from... Yeah, I was uh, going to say, I'm going to look at them and say, I'm trusting you here. Do not make us regret it, because then you will regret it. And then I'm going to go up to her head, and I'm going to kneel down close to her and like be there to hold her down, yeah. But then be like, hey, it's okay, we're going to fix this, all right? Like, all okay. the way through it. Yeah, she's probably screaming, right? She might be in the middle of, like, you know, a panic attack at this point. Yeah, we're going to sing her songs. We're going to pet her head, do all the things. All right, can I get uh, Briar and Javid? Actually, no, you're fine. Um, the As the priests are all kind of holding around her, you recognize that the ones that are attending on the sides begin kind of humming and chanting 
you know, almost kind of a Gregorian style thing. And the high priest begins casting a spell. And... Can I get from Brock and Javi? Can I get one of you to give me a check that is uh, athletics to hold Asriel in place? And then if the other one would give me either an arcana or a medicine check to... Uh, Actually, I'll say Arcana or Religion to kind of help the ritual. Strength. Yeah, you want to do a strength and I'll... Uh... Yeah, I'm doing my best to comfort, but I don't actually know what's happening. So, uh, I'll just hold Let's her see. down and comfort. Again, not showing up on the roll... So, uh, again, a 14. Okay. You should refresh your D&D Beyond. It's weird that you're getting a bunch of 13. Yeah, let me... Just two. Did it roll for you? I don't yeah. see. What the heck? Hang on, let me try again. Maybe because I'm not in... Boundary, it's not good. Well, I don't even see it on D&D Beyond. Like, I should be able to see it on D&D Beyond, even if yeah. you're not a Boundary. My roles weren't showing up in, in D&D Beyond either. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm just rolling the D&D uh, the Beyond die. Yeah, just roll on D&D yeah. Beyond if you're not, okay. if you're having trouble. Because it's just telling me, strength plus 10. That's it. Like, every time I click it. So, okay, so I'm rolling a D20, and then just plus 10. Uh, yep, that's what your modifier is. Okay. Alright, so 6 and 10, so 16. Spit that out. Alright. The two of you are certainly uneasy by what is transpiring. Uh, within the uh, with this ritual, and at like Briar, you're easily strong enough to hold her in place, but you're just like unsure. You don't want to hurt her. You don't want to like, you know, wrench her into position, and, and you know, you're trying to make sure she doesn't uh, hurt herself. But it's it's difficult, and and around you, they're engaging in this strange ritual, uh, and so neither of you are just like Briar. You can tell you're you're holding her in place. Okay, but not as well as you think you could. And Javid, you're very unsure of what they're trying to do. Um, you can kind of, uh, you can kind of, that the high priest, it some of it sounds like it might be, um, like you can pick out like a little bit of it here and there, and it's similar to like a lesser restoration. But it's very different and a lot more involved. 
So I, I would definitely recognize a lesser restoration, but this is... This is something very different and a lot more, uh, probably a lot more powerful. The lights, the small burning candles illuminating the room, flicker for a moment. Air kind of swells in the room. There's a strange sensation of multiple other presences around. And Asriel... Do we recognize these and can we tell if these are good uh, presences or evil? Go ahead and give me a religion check, if you would like. Yeah, not my strong suit, so I'm just petting her head. Okay, we're going to figure this out. Seventeen. Uh, I would say none of, it doesn't, none of it is familiar to you. You've never experienced anything quite like this. But the lights flicker again, and Asriel, you find yourself, with like the blink of an eye, in this strange, shadowy street. And as you kind of look around, you recognize that it is a tidescape. It is the street you grew up on. about to do some soul searching <laughs> you kind of look around and it's everything's a little bit wrong the street's a little bit warped uh, there's you know doors that should be there but they don't exist it's just like solid stone blocking off the entrance you turn and recognize that you are Standing in front of the house that you grew up in. It is fairly cramped here. It was your uh, kind of the shop underneath, the house above a few stories, this kind of like rose stone style building, uh, bricks and, and everywhere. There are no other presences, however. On the third floor of your house, in the room that you recognize as your room, there is a light flickering in the window. I can't hear you. I can't see you, Crystal. Nope. Still can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep. Um, do I sense my symbiotic being with me at all? Not right this second. For Briar, do I sense anything? What do you mean? Well, I'm just going to yell, Briar! Do, does anything, does it react to that at all? There is no response. All right. Well, then I I guess I'll go up to the room. All right. 
You step towards the doorway and enter your family's magical antiquities shop. Passing through dust-covered shelves, the items are untouched. As you move to the back, however, the wood warps, darkens, and chars. It is blackened and burned. You begin to ascend the steps towards the third floor. There's a beam in your way that you kind of duck underneath and continue to climb. The place is burned and destroyed. For reference, uh, Azriel's family was killed in a fireball incident, uh, and her entire shop, her family and the shop, was completely destroyed and burned down. So You pass... Your parents' rooms on the second floor. Head up another staircase to the third, where you and your siblings were raised. And you see the door to your room. It is closed. Alright, um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna feel it. If I put my hand against it, what do I feel? It is warm, but in a welcoming sort of way. There is a sensation, however. You suddenly feel as though your symbiote is present. I want to talk to her and be like, what's going on? Did you do this? There is a voice through the door. Come in, dearie. I'm going to open the door, but I'm not going to walk in. You open the door, and your room is untouched, immaculate, well-illuminated, exactly as you remember it. Your bed is made, and sitting by your table in a small chair is a woman. She looks to be kind of a little bit older. She might be in her 50s, you know, a little bit of wrinkles on her face. Um, but she's quite beautiful. She looks like she's very tall, kind of gaunt-looking. She has... Dark hair running down her back, like bright blue eyes. Enter, take a seat, and she gestures at your bed. And you yeah, recognize not, not you recognize that this is your symbiote. Don't be afraid. It is high time we met much in a better setting. Nope, still not walking in. I'm just going to stare at her. Be like, I want to go back. Back to where? My friends. We are going back, but there are choices to be made. Uh, don't trust you. That is all. I have not introduced myself, have not properly. She kind of stands and gives you a little bow. Uh, my name is Marin. Why did they attach you to me? It was a punishment of sorts for me. Why did they choose me? You were Well, it 
for you. You were simply chosen because you were... Um, you were already a fitting vessel for my prison. But worry not. It is my belief that you and I can be much better friends, and we can help each other. I don't want to be friends with you. Have I not aided you thus far? Given you things that you would have wished for? You're useful, but that doesn't make you not evil. You don't know very much about me, and that's alright. I'm not necessarily evil. I... I will say that working together is our best option. Because as much as I have come to grow to like you, I wish to be free of you. And your assistance can accelerate that for us. What do you mean, free? What, what? If we achieve the right things together, I can be released from your prison. You will be free to return to your friends and engage in your uh, vigilantism. And I will be free to return and seek vengeance upon those who have wronged me. Why did they imprison you? I was a threat to them. Their plans... I sought to disrupt them. What plans? It has been quite some time, and I will admit much of it is murky within my memory. I am not yet even one-tenth of what I once was. But... It was power and domination, the sort you usually expect to see from types such as those. If you're free, what happens to me? You go wherever you wish. If I'm you, dead. You would, you would live on, I think, in your own way. But I am powerful enough to grant you life in your own right. Or I would be, were I to be freed. Can I do an insight check? Sure. Is she evil? I feel like she's evil. Sure, go ahead and give me an insight. On her back, but yeah, pretty much. Um, she's definitely not... What was that? What'd you say? Oh, the image. If you look at the image uh, Emily put in, she's like, this is what's going on. I'm like, yeah, but the face is on her back. <laughs> yes, that is pretty close. Um, she's definitely... Uh, she, at least, thinks that she could keep you alive. 
Um, however, saying that she wants to have vengeance on those who wronged her would be a wild understatement. Is she evil? Eh, I mean, she definitely isn't good. Uh, if having vengeance on the ones who wronged her is her goal, those same people those are the same ones people that wronged did wrong me. Yes. But who knows what she's going to do when she gets that vengeance, you know? Like, she might hurt people I care about. You needn't worry about me coming after you or your friends. I hold no ill will towards you. In fact, I have grown to appreciate them in their own ways. I see through your eyes, of course. How do I get back to my friends? Here is the question. And Marin kind of stands up and she like kind of taps on the window and looks down at the street. She gestures for you to look. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look, but I'm gonna like keep when I'm walking, my eyes are on her the whole time, and then I'll look and then I'll look right back to her. Okay. You look out on the street and you realize that there is a darkness creeping closer to you. The buildings are decaying and, like, with this, like, distant rumble, you watch as one just kind of dissolves into this, like, black, tumbling mass that's crawling towards the building that you're currently in. They... That is your fate. I know not what would await you were you to be in that when it arrived. But... What is that? That is the creature worming its way through you, turning you into some new monstrosity. I cannot describe it to you as I have not seen it before. Its demonic presence is unknown to me. But Can't the clerics save me? They are certainly trying. And you can tell that, like, the mass that's kind of tumbling towards you is not moving as quickly as it could, necessarily. Baron kind of looks up at you, and you and I could work together with your priests and my assistants. We could escape from this, purge it from your body. But you must accept my help. And she kind of offers her hand to you. You're welcome to try your luck and defend it on your own. But know that each time you refuse me, I will diminish in power. And you as well will diminish. I can save you, as I have thus far. Are we hearing her talk at all? Um, outside? Like, is you... she actually responding? She's kind of, like, twisting and turning, and she's kind of muttering, and, like, she's saying things like, I don't want to help you, and, uh, you know, are you evil, or whatever. You can hear little snippets of the conversation, but it's very one-sided. You can't hear I'm imagining else. we're we're hearing somebody talking in her sleep. Yeah. I want to grab her head and be like, whatever is going on in there, you take the help. You were dying out here. I hope she hears me. Do, do, I, do I hear Briar and her plea? Uh, Briar, go ahead and give me a religion check. And I will 
Go give me a religion check. I have a nice font. <laughs> okay. Can it be sheer force of will check? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it have to be religion? Can she just have it be like, you know, just willpower? Uh, I mean, you can... Willpower is just wisdom. So... Well, it's slightly better. Can I roll a d20 and give it a plus one instead of a minus one? That's pretty much what it is. Uh, sure. You could you could do it as just a willpower. Just wisdom. Okay. Okay. 13. There's a faint voice... You recognize it as Briar distantly, but you can't really tell what she's saying. She's calling out to you, but that's about it. Marin looks up at you. Time is of the essence. What do you want? I wish us to work together so that we may gain enough power for me to be free and for you to survive. That is all we must do together. What do you want from me now? Merely take my hand, and this will all be over with. Alright, she's gonna, she's gonna take her hand, but she's gonna like grab real hard, like trying to hurt her. And uh, she's going to say, I don't trust you. I don't want to make any deals with you, but I want to go back to my friends. Very well. Uh, she takes your hand and she squeezes you back. A little bit of a smile on her face. We're going to do great things together. And uh, she just kind of like places her hand on the wall and it like explodes outward of like revealing the tops of the roofs of Tidesgate around you and she just kind of steps out onto the breach with you and you both just vanish into the mist the worms dissipate and you're freed those of you who are watching this ritual transpire suddenly see the lights go out around the room and just one of them behind the Grand Priestess is still, like, flickering, trying its heart out to be remain illuminated. There's the little braziers around the furthest edges of the room casting shadows. And in the shadow, kind of looming over Azrael's body, you watch as there's this strange, shadowy form that kind of, like, leans over her. What's the reaction of, of the, the priestess and the acolytes? All the acolytes, like, kind of gasp and look up at it. The priestess starts chanting even harder as she's trying to cast the spell. Uh, so this is supposed to Leaning over Azrael or leaning over the priestess? Leaning over Azrael. Um, as she's, like, Azrael suddenly stops fighting, and this figure made of shadow kind of, like, forms a little bit better and all of you can see that she has these huge wings kind of sprouting from her back massive bat-like wings horns from her head and she just kind of like leans over Azriel and then <laughs> drops into her and the shadows vanish 
all the lights flick back open and Azrael opens her eyes and the priestess stops chanting. All the acolytes just like back up and like stand against the edge of the room. What did you do to her? Azrael, you're awake. You put a demon in her. The, uh, the... You're supposed to take the worms out, not put demons in. The priestess kind of looks over at all of you. No demon detection. Your friend is saved for now, but she is clearly dealing... She is clearly dealing with something of her own nature. She got her own problems. (laughs) I don't... That were me. <laughs> Quick question: the oh. tattoos, right? So I have a full tattoo on my back and all, and both my arms, right? Mm-hmm. Are they doing anything at all? Uh, are you gonna check your tattoo? Probably, yeah. Okay. But here in front of everybody, we're not supposed to know about your tattoos. I, she's a little freaked out right now, and she's probably, probably wants to know what the hell's going on. Um. When you are like pulling it back, you can tell that the tattoo has spread. Yeah, she once she sees that, she's gonna quickly cover it back up. Uh, what the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know. What? Is this something new? What? What? What have you done to yourself? What has the demon done to you? Do you have a demon in you? Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what do you mean, demon? What demon? What were you talking about, demon? You've got a demon in you. It went in you. What? And... There's a demon? Yeah, we were like huddled. We were like huddled over top of you. So this thing Let's is like see. also huddled over top of us for a minute there. Yeah, I've I'm got... immediately going uh... to ask my symbiotic being, are you a demon? I am not a demon. I'm going to pull out my um, pull out an arrow of demon slaying and get ready to poke something if I see a demon. Your friends do not need to worry. They are not in danger. Is she lying? Is she a demon? Uh, you make an insight. Yeah, if, if Javid has a demon uh, slain, I'm going to take his thing and like stab myself with it to see if it does anything. Uh, well, it, go ahead... You're stabbing yourself with it? Well, you can tell that she's yeah. not lying. She is not a demon. She is not a demon. Okay, then I won't stab myself. Okay. I don't know that. Yeah, uh, I'm already over clearly... top of her, right? Like, holding her down. I'm gonna fucking shove her down a couple times and be like, you were hiding this the whole time and you didn't think you needed to tell us? We don't know that that, uh, that was in her. We all we saw it, see is this bat yeah, wing. You, you didn't know that came from that... me. You see a demon went in me. Fair enough. Okay. Could be a devil, maybe. I don't and know. And I'm freaking out because I'm Can't like, what do you mean demon? Fair enough. Yeah, the a, a, a demon-looking thing. It went into you. You got a demon in you. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the clerics and like, you put a demon in me. The high priest is like watching you very carefully and like all the little acolytes are like kind of like scurrying around behind the pillars just watching you. The high priest goes, that was in you before you arrived here. Whatever it was, that is unfortunately yours to deal with. It is beyond my power. Wait, 
Aren't you a, a cleric? Can't you uh, do an exorcism? Yeah, can't you get rid of demons? Azrael, you had a demon in you? I didn't have All this demon. time? There's no demon I've in me. I've known you for years now. There's no demon. Uh, there is a demon. And, and the, well, the priestess here just said it was in you before. It. We seen it with our own eyes. Yeah, we, we, we saw the demon go in you, so... Well, uh, and and yeah. the priestess is saying that was in you already, so it went back in you, and you you didn't think to tell us that you're I you're possessed. There is no demon in me. Can I tell if she's lying? Is she lying to us? Uh, there isn't a demon in me. Make an yeah. insight. <laughs> Going to roll a persuasion. She's still not rolling. All right. Um, not twenty. Very persuasive. 17. As far as you can tell, she doesn't think she has a demon. She thinks she's telling the truth. That's all you got. You're on probation, ma'am. There's <laughs> no demon in me. If there's something wrong with me, they need to fix me. If you've been fucking with dark arts, I feel like... You know how I feel about help. dark arts. Magic is not trusting. I don't like magic. Okay. Your groundedness. Uh, so addressing the uh, high priestess, like it, it seems like we've got more going on here than just the worms. You said the worms are gone, but uh, she's got a demon in her. Can we get rid of the demon too? Like a two for a price of one? Yo, we haven't mentioned yet. Um, public health announcement. <laughs> there are many more worms. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, so like we was down by the box, the, 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 the docks, and uh, we knocked over this big old crate. And inside of it was like a whole mess of the bastards. And all sorts of people were rushing in when we rushed out. I think you might have like. Yeah, it could be an infestation. Could be a real problem. The high priestess uh, is kind of looking at the rest of your party, and you have brought terrible news to us this night. Yeah, we're not real happy about ourselves. Yeah. We could tell you exactly where it was and when it happened, and who we saw. So you can like uh, go and confront them, like quarantine, whatever the hell you need to do. But uh, I ain't touching it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck what other um, secrecy we owed to this other dude. Like, this is a problem. We we need to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Public you health emergency. You called it, Briar. That's it. There's a. There's gonna be a lot of folks walking around with worms. Well, to be fair, they're not as strong as me. They might not walk for very long. That All one right. dude got back up. Worse. Asriel. As the tattoo have spread, you are now resistant to necrotic damage. I was already resistant was to necrotic damage. Was that the one you were? Damage. That's oh. the one I picked before. So is it radiant now? So, yes, you're now resistant to radiant damage. Both of them. The high priest just kind of like... 
gathers her little acolytes behind her and I will brought what you have informed us of to some of the other high priests and we will deal with it as soon as we can on the morrow. You are free to depart if you we, wish. Uh, we need to uh, make a uh, what do they call them? A, a uh, gift? A tithe would be acceptable. Okay. Uh, what, what's the, the usual tithe for uh, deworming? Well, what's the cost of her life? I feel like that's a pretty good one. We, we should probably tip heavily. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'd give like two platinum. Your life is worth two platinum. Well, to be fair, Azrael does not value her life very much, to be honest. Uh... Yeah, like I've, I don't know. Let me see what I got. I've got nothing and on me. It's so, all the... I mean, we have. So, I, I technically have like three thousand gold, so I could probably give more than two platinum. Um, I don't know. Here's twenty platinum. How about that? Is that is that good? That's like two thousand. Two and all that two thousand two hundred. Excuse me. Yeah, because it's ten per one platinum equals ten gold, right? So t twenty platinum. That's two hundred dollars, mm -hmm. right? Gold. Gold, yeah. Uh, so two platinum? No, 20. I said 20. Oh, 20. Yeah, so that would be 200 gold. 200. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'll give them that. Okay. They accept your tithe. I don't have much, but you saved one of my best buddies. And I'm forever grateful. So if you need anything done while we're in town, I'll do it. We definitely owe you. You can call on us anytime, day or night. No monster too creepy to expunge. Except for perhaps worms. Yeah, I, I don't want to touch worms anymore. No worms. Very well. I'm just offering a boon, basically. Like, your choice. I think, given the hour and what has transpired, you may go, and if you wish to return after resting, then we will see about paying the temple back. By the way, we have a friend. Um, he kind of he worships Yolanda, Yolanda, Yolanda. I don't know the the halfling thing. He's really fat, and he drinks a Yandola. lot of beer. Have you seen him? Yeah. Uh, one of the acolytes. Oh yeah, I saw him. He was here uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, if you see him again, can you tell him? Like, I get that he's on a religious experience, but we could really use his help. Oh, okay. If I see him again, I'll tell him the weird people with the worms were asking for him. He yeah, didn't know where the wor like, weird people with worms. He just knows the sense of weird people. He might get confused if you say the weird ones. I mean, you could say that the the, um, the ones with the. Uh, the weird half-dead lady. Yeah, the walking okay. dead girl. Then he'll know. I'm not dead. We talked about half this. Dead. I'm half just dead. very pale. The high priest kind of gives you a look. I'm like this. Like, don't sass me right now. <laughs> I am unsure of what you got going on. We're not going to talk yeah. about it anymore. Well, we're definitely going to talk about it. The, the, uh, the demon thing we got to talk about. 
They begin escorting you out of the temple. We're just going to leave the, the demon in there. Azrael, you okay with having a demon in you? I told you I don't have a demon in me. I'm going to poke her again with the... With the you, arrow. Just enough to... With the arrow? Yeah, not not enough to do damage, but just enough to let her know that, that uh, she's been poked. There's, there's, there's no demon. If there was a demon, I would stab myself with that arrow. Worry not. I am not a demon. Oh, so can she like full on talk to you now? Like, uh, she talked to me. Kind of, so this is out of character. She talked to me yeah, a little bit before, like it was feelings at first, but she slowly started to be able to talk to me as I got more powerful. She got more powerful. So the last couple of levels, she's been able to talk to me. Okay. But she does prefer to talk in feelings. It seems like yes. Just for funsies, I'd like to know what she looks like. I mean, I you described her, but I want to see. I don't have any art for her oh, uh, her wow. her form that she was showing Azrael. I have art for what she really looks like, but I'm Can not going to show Can we see that? It. No. <laughs> that one's Please throw it in an AI generator, just like your, what you're envisioning. Throw it in an AI generator and send us... Yeah, those AI one. things are pretty good. No, I can't show you what she actually looks like, because then you'll figure it out. All right. Okay. No, no, just like what you described. Like, throw throw your description yeah, the, into an the, AI the, generator. Yeah. It's a demon. We know what demons look like. Now, like the blue-eyed thing, like the lady with the blue eyes. Yeah, the the human lady that was fifty years old that you know was really pretty, but you know, totally. I just caught she had blue eyes. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she she had really long dark hair. Um, you know, I'm, I'm imagining Eastern European kind of looking is kind of what's in my mind. With, with uh, crazy blue eyes, I'm I'm picturing uh, what's her name, Dario. Uh, you got crazy blue eyes. See, we don't know. You gotta show us. I need to use the restroom. I'll be right back. So, uh, we should probably. There you go. That's what she looks like. Uh, yes. We will take a quick break and then. We'll be right back. I know that actress. I don't know what song.
feel like the memory was just like a core memory and your brain was deteriorating. You know? Well, yeah. Like, I as mean, everything else was... Yeah, her, yeah, her childhood home is definitely like a... What is it? A touchstone or something like that? So you have all been escorted out of the temple. As you are walking down the steps and away from the peak of Mount Kale, a number of the acolytes are watching you. In the distance, you can see them huddled in little groups around the lights at the base of the other smaller temple building. But you have been freed. You are still feeling ill, but you can tell that it's no longer progressing. You have gotten, you've been cured, essentially. So is my con and hit points, are they still down? Yep, they're still down. But they're not getting any worse. Okay. But I'm still, am I still coughing at blood, or is that kind of stopped? It's all kind of stopped. You kind of, you can feel yourself getting a little bit better, but you probably think that you just need a, a night's, good night's sleep, you know. It's Dungeons and Dragons. You just gotta sleep it off and you'll be fine tomorrow. Yeah, that's totally how it works. Yeah, all that damage those worms did, all gone tomorrow. You'll be good. Um, but you begin to walk down the steps. A few hours travel back to the Pilgrim's Rest Inn. Um, at this point, I was going to say that if you guys didn't have, want to do anything else, if you guys didn't want to uh, talk about what you had seen, you're just quietly walking down the mountain. Uh, there's... Well, Azrael's not going to say anything, but if they want to say anything, she'll definitely respond. Okay, so I know that you're not feeling great, but we should probably talk. Um... You were talking a whole bunch of shit while you were under. Like, a whole ass conversation. And we were catching snippets of it. Who were you talking to? Uh... So I, I don't... I don't know who... Like, I have a lot of bad memories um, from... from... Um, from a time that I don't like to think about. And when I sleep or when I'm unaware, those memories come back. So do you care to share what you were talking about? Because it sounded pretty intense. So, I mean, we, we've talked about my, my, well, no, we haven't, because I don't, so there was a period, so, you know, I had a family, right? Right? Yeah, they died. Um, and I was an urchin for a while, and then some really bad people kidnapped me, and some really bad things happened. I'm just gonna look at you for a long ass time, and then hug the mess out of you. <laughs> just like, squeeze you real good, and be like, is that, is that uncomfortable? I'm sorry. <laughs> but, what was the bit about you don't want to work with them? And then finally agreeing? What was that? Well, wait, I agreed to work? No, I, I never agreed to work with anyone. I, I, yes, I, you I don't did. 
the voice in the back of your head chimes in. So I believe my specific words were, I don't want to make a deal with you. I don't like you. I don't trust you. Uh, but I want to go back to my friends. That was the And then deal. you shook on it. <laughs> Actually, I tried to crush her hand. Such a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's Crystal. That's not Azra. <laughs> but no. Okay. So, like, look. Here's the thing. Um, the these people, they, you know, they made me the way I am, and um, they're bad people, and I don't, I didn't want to help them. Well, I suppose if you're okay, and you don't want to share it, it's okay. But if you ever put us in danger, I would never. You just need to be forthcoming with us. I all. would never put you in danger, and that's so sincere. I would never, ever, ever put you in danger. Okay then, and I'm willing to let it lie, but. Um, you guys have been able to see that her tattoo has been spreading. It's probably, like, you know, across her chest and, like, starting to climb down her arms and, like, a little bit up, like, around her collarbone. What's it look like? I always imagined it was, like, tribal. Um, it kind of looks like, yeah, a little bit tribal, but it's got, like... It almost looks like grasping hands are, like, reaching across you and, like, there's claws and, you know, marks and, and like, tiger striping running across your chest, like, that kind of thing. So, I'm, I'm gonna take, um, Briar's hands and I'm gonna say, I would kill myself before I would let something happen to you. That's fucking sad. But, yay? <laughs> girl you got some stuff you gotta work through and i'm always here to talk Oof. i don't like talking i like punching can i go I, actually let's go punch some stuff you know what sure let's let's go punch some stuff you probably need it at this point all right so am, am i coming through yet oh i haven't heard yeah. you say anything yeah this whole time. that was the first time i've heard you say anything Okay, yes. Uh, something happened to my audio over the break. And... Okay. Wait, what's Javid saying? Javid's just been quietly walking along next to you guys, like, thinking he's going to chime in, but then he doesn't. Well, you know, yeah, Briar and Azrael are having a very emotional moment. And I'm, I'm still trying to come to terms with, with the... Uh, growing tattoo and and the big shadow monster we saw go into her so um i'm pretty sure that she's possessed by a demon she doesn't think she's possessed by a demon uh, the uh, demon possessed typically don't don't think that they think they're okay but yeah, yeah. The, the demon knows better and the 
the creepy tattoos spreading out from under out from under your clothes are, are telling me you're demon possessed. Yeah, she's actively trying to cover up, and like if she notices the tattoo coming on her neck, she'll like kind of pull out something to like you know kind of cover that up. So she's actively trying to cover cover that up. You said what we saw is like hands grasping and shit. That is what the tattoo looks like. And we saw that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because she yeah, she's been trying to cover up, but it's like creepy at all. Is it's it? gonna show you. Yeah, I was thinking like tribal or something. I was like, okay, she's got like a full like, full body suit. Yeah, that's tribal. what I was thinking. All right, but... sure, whatever. Disturbing so... as shit that's growing. Hmm. And it is growing, and it's like hands over hands over hands that kind of overlap and like spread across her body with every passing day. I really think we should have stayed up there and uh, tried to get the the demon out of you. We'll, we, we'll we, go we, back. We, we're we'll, we'll go need back. an exorcism. We'll, we'll go back. Okay, but if if it takes you over completely, I'm afraid we're going to have to kill you first. Oh yeah, please do so. If I'm not me, kill me. Definitely. Mm. Mm -mm. Tabling that. And you know me, because I'm me. Do we, though? How well do we really know you? I mean, I mean we've been together, what, three years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah and you've time. always been kind of spooky. Well, yeah, because that's me. Exactly. Yeah, so if I start acting I'm... normal, kill me. Right, because I'm me. Fair point. Yeah. Me and my family pride ourselves on never losing somebody, and I'm not going to be the first one to start. So, no. As I'm, like, actively trying to hide my tattoos. <laughs> nope, we're going get, to get you out of this, girl. It's, it's going to take a while, clearly, but we're going to get you out of it. All right. At about this time, a few hours of travel down the mountain, you return to the inn and your beds. Uh, so, there's going to be a period of time before you guys are able to move on to the next thing, because you're obviously, you're waiting for Vertigan to get back. Uh, you were looking for Briar's uncle, but you're not sure where to find uh, and in that time, there will probably be about a week for you guys to do something. So if you guys would like to pick downtime activities to engage, you guys could do so. I need to look up what those are, the options. There's all kinds of stuff. Carousing, crafting items, crime, gambling, pit fighting, relaxation, religious services, research, ah, scribing spell fighting. scrolls. Yeah, pit fighting sounded like what you guys were probably going to want to do. Definitely pit fighting. Yeah, we were um, already looking for that one. Yeah, I also want to do some vigilante activity if I can, too. You know, after I punch um, people who consent, I'm going to go punch people who don't consent. There's training it. and work. Uh, I would say that your... Uh, Your vigilanteism, I guess, might fall under the work thing. And uh, Javid would like to try to learn how to craft arrows that do more than uh, just piercing damage. 
Can... You want to do the... You got that scroll for crafting magic arrows, right? Do I? Pretty sure you got one. You do, yeah. You got one. Uh... Gorance gave you a scroll of magic arrow crafting that allows crafting of magic arrows that deal thunder, fire, or cold damage, as well as arrows of slaying. Yeah, you. I think you specifically requested it from the mage. You wanted, like, special, special arrows, so they gave you the scroll to make them yourself. But I think you were able to learn that in order to craft, like, those special arrows, it requires things from, like, relevant magical monsters and other things in order to craft such items. So for thunder damage, you have to go find a thunder monster, kill it, and Maybe. stick its thunder onto the, the end of... I think it's Thunder Goblets. Something like Giblets. that. Uh, I do not see the scroll amongst my things, so I don't see where what that uh, entails. Just what? I don't see it. Okay. Well, I mean, you can add it. Because, um, I, I mean, where... I remember you, you specifically, you asked for magic arrows, and they then they gave mm. you a scroll... So you could make them yourself. I don't have that in my inventory. Well, you can add it. Sounds like your problem. Yeah, you just you just add <laughs> you just add the scroll. Roll of lame <laughs> magic arrow mat crafting. I also hate adding the things because I always forget it's awful. <laughs> you gotta write I stuff down. Yeah, I try to write my notes when you guys get stuff, but I also my notes are unorganized, and I probably should. Or when they show up, spend more time. I do track though the group stuff. I've been pretty good at keeping that. I'm real good at following the narrative, but items terrible at. Speaking of following the narrative, I saw... Okay, so I found a thing that I can do during downtime. So I want to do, like, a, a pit, like, double match with her. Like, cage match style, you know? I want to do that. That would be really fun. Yeah, I mean, but there's also... there's the pit down in the, like, mirage thing, right? Mm-hmm. So in the same spot, um, I want to... It says that you can do some research, but part of your research, you can also... Be like buying looks for the uh, buying drinks for the locals to try and like pry rumors from them or whatever. Um, I want to offer to work in the kitchens and start asking around about that guy okay. who is like doing the loans and then calling them in. I want to see if he's a slaver. I'm I'm really curious, but I need oh. like a CD sort of poor folks area to ask around because like the rich folks aren't gonna know about this like unethical uh you mean short, the winter wish in like, yeah the what's his name mr winter wish okay so right. i will tell you yeah. for downtime you pretty much are gonna have to pick one thing that you want to work on so if you want to do research you can um okay. but you would be like devoting all of your effort to doing the research well can't we have like one you know we, we can we can you know have one pip Pit match just one little cage fighting. Match. Yeah, just just and and then and then then we can separate and do our own 
Because Azra really needs... That's how... That's therapy for Azra. That's how she processes her emotions. She punches things. Okay, yes. So you could do... You could just say, you know, we're going to go do some pit fighting and bludgeon some criminals um, in the pit fight. But you wouldn't get the results of the full, like, week of pit fighting. Like, oh, winning yeah, all the fine. money. You would just... You yeah, know, yeah. you might beat someone up and yeah, yeah. end your time in the pit. Yeah, yeah, um, that's fine. And then we can do the actual downline downtime activity for the results. Yes. Because I feel like Azrael would do the vigilante as her like actual downtime. And for mine, it says uh, for researching, you have to decide how many days it's going to take and who you would have to like pry the info from. So, I mean, you know, we can wiggle research a little bit. Like you're. You're trying to ask around about people and, and like learn stuff and, and so on and so but forth. But I have to gain trust first. Does Wouldn't that be so more that... like carousing? Because you're trying to gain contacts. So if you look at carousing, right, you can like make contacts. Like, wouldn't those contacts be able to share information? Sure. Because like researching is not more like kind of academic type yeah research is more of an academic like you're spending time in a library all day every day doing research um so yeah i would say probably that's more like carousing you know you're just hanging out at the tavern okay. you know cleaning up having a couple drinks making friends down there trying to learn information um so yeah that's probably what you would want to do you know you're trying to learn about peter winter petrus winter wish you're trying to figure out if anybody knows your uncle you know you want to learn a little bit more about vertigan maybe you want to learn a little bit more about um the boxes that came into town that Vertigan was trying to find out so on and so forth so you know just hanging out with the people who come into the uh, the bar at the Mirage you could learn some stuff um, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that actually if we're gonna do like the uh, the week of downtime I think we'll go ahead and actually just pause for the week so we can get everyone else caught up because after the week I think the other three characters would join back in. So okay. I will say everyone use this actual week of real life downtime to figure out exactly what you want to do for your character downtime and I'll have everyone else work on what they want to do. And then when we come back we will resolve the downtime and then we can work on the next step. I realize I never fears. Do you still need that? New did what? The fears. Like you asked what were the doubts and fears. fears. Yeah, you should probably still send that to me. I got a plan okay. for that. Okay, I'm so sorry. We went to Atlanta, and then I just we got Chris's funky car. Chris's funky car. All right. Well, I hope you guys had fun curing Asriel and discovering yeah. that she is inhabited by some. Uh, malevolent being. Oh my god, that looks like. Oh, is that one of the little Guam cars? Yeah. Nice. I like those. We things. had to They're go to silly. Atlanta and get it. Let's let's. Yeah, I've been out of it because we've been doing that. But that's so silly and Christopher, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. That's our toddler next to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tiny little vehicle. Yeah, it is. All right. Anyway. Well, I hope you guys had fun. 
resolving yeah. and curing Azrael and, and whatnot. And uh, I'll see you guys next weekend, most likely. I'm So this week, I'm going to be traveling and heading back east. Um, so we'll see where I am. Um, my mom is going with me. Aww. Um, and uh, so we will see how that resolves. But I'm attempting to get to Wyoming so that next Sunday... I'll be in Wyoming, and I can play there, and then we will okay. be able to move on. Well, just let us know kind of how things are going. So. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. Uh, hopefully we don't have to skip a week, but we'll see. All right. See you guys. Bye. I hope you Thank fun. you for saving Azrael. <laughs>